Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. Hello and welcome to an all new Totally Buzz UK podcast. The podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and my co-host this week might be known as the host dealer, the person who wants to be in my seat, clearly based on the opening of this podcast. That's right. We're joined by the one, the only, it's John Squires. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic day, night. I suppose morning as well. Yeah, we'll go with morning. This podcast does go live in the morning. It's so a podcast. You're having a great you, could, morning. you can do one, listen to it whenever you want. That you can. In the, the words of Shakira, whenever, wherever, we're meant to be together, this podcast and you, not me and you, this podcast and the, and the listener. I don't know if you were talking to the listener then or me, because I felt it was very aggressive when you panicked. It was, and a, like, it was, a, bit of, it was a bit of both, a bit of yeah, both. I didn't it was want you getting a... the wrong impression, and then I didn't want the listener getting the you wrong impression. You didn't want to flirt with all the listeners yeah, at the same time. Yeah, I don't want to flirt time. with everyone. You know, it's hard enough flirting with one person, never mind everyone. I think, ev- anyway, I think it's easier to flirt with everyone rather than a single person, just for the record. That makes it, me I wouldn't, awful. I wouldn't, yeah, you I wouldn't know. It's easier to flirt with a room than it is a single person. I suppose it's you also, can your eyelashes when you walk through a door, so yeah. Yeah, um, it's also more common to, I reckon, accidentally flirt with a whole room because you just, because some people, right, this this is a little bit of a distraction, but we are going to get straight to it like we do. But I feel some people interpret flirting as just being nice or being banner or being cheeky, cheeky being the most common misconception, and you're just being cheeky with them, and then they're like, they were flirting. No, they weren't. No, I wasn't. And if you go to Ashton and ask someone if they're flirting, they go, yeah, they're kicking the Lexus there, floating the water. See, that felt That's like a, a very niche reference. But, yeah, basically, if you're from Ashton, if you say flirting, it sounds more like you're saying, fl- if you're saying like floating, it's like you're saying flirting. Is, is he flirting over there? And it's like, I no, lo- he's, he's swimming. I love the idea that, that some sort of a- accent banter going on between regions. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, relatable stuff. Relatable stuff for the South. Relatable. Anyway. I am fine, thank you for asking, and I hope the listeners are fine, because we are going to get straight to it, because that's what we do on this podcast. I've got three weird stories that Squiggy knows nothing about what we're going to talk about. I believe they should get more attention, because they are so freaking weird that when you hear them, you will be like, surely not. But they are, they're true. They're legit news stories that are out there for you to go peruse, track. Life is weird. Anyway, we have them. We have a bit of banner. We hopefully entertain you. And then, because it's Squiggy's episode, he's going to provide a fact that's going to make you say, what the buzz, and blow your mind. And also something you can whip out at parties. Though he's already warned me that it might be morbid this week. So, Yeah, maybe don't don't whip this one out at every party. Oh, it's just some parties. What kind of party? It's a sombre party today, guys. Did you bring down the vibe? You can whip it out at a sombrero party. Sombrero. You know what? I'm going to throw a sombrero pipe. I actually like the idea. Anyway, let's get straight to it. Let's get to story one. Squiggy, you don't have kids. I don't have kids. But do you, you get annoyed are you sure, by... Laura? Are you sure? I, to be fair, it's more easier for me to confirm that I don't because I would notice. There's much more of a noticeable way that I would have to. Whereas, is it you that really needs to fact check, do a head count? Just double true, check. True, true. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have no yeah. children. So, <laughs> I'm good. I have no children. Anyway, do other people's children sometimes annoy you when you're out and about and they put you off being a parent? Just like that vibe. You've ever seen a kid act? I don't want like, to answer me? this question. 
I think you do, Squiggy. I think by not answering, your answer, your silence would be louder than you actually issuing a statement. I have no opinion on the matter. Okay. But yes. <laughs> but yes, it does influence your decision and you do no bad. Well, Squiggy, I might have found the restaurant for you in America. I don't know how you love going to America. I do. I do love America. So this was on Sky News, but basically... I can't believe this is true. There's a restaurant in the US that's charging some of its customers for the inability to control their children while they dine there. Oh, God, what a place. At the bottom of the menu, the Toko Riverside restaurant tells its diners of an adult surcharge, as in $3 signs next to the words, quote, for adults unable to parent. The menu adds, no respect, no surface. I'm totally in for that. Absolutely in for that. So I will I will go out and say that that my my friends are very good parents and if we go out to a restaurant they do control their kids like they they're no problem at all every time we've been out but I've been in some places where like the parents just basically they're, they're sat there with a you know a glass of vino a pint or whatever and just letting their kids do whatever they want do they want to throw things on the floor yeah go for it do they want to scream as loud as they can to get attention yeah why not so yeah, um, I am in. Sign me up for this restaurant. Now, before I go on with the little bit more details here for you, if you saw that at the bottom of the restaurant, would you not think it's a joke? Because that would be the only thing I would find reading that. Because that's like a, it's a warning, but it's like a tongue in cheek. They're not really gonna charge me, sort of vibe. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably look at it and go, oh, they're trying to be like funny, and then realize when I can't control my child that I don't have that I'm suddenly paying. Happened basically because sometimes found out the hard way. Because they were sprung with the charge when they tried to settle their bill. Uh, there was a review left online and it said, The owner came out and told me he was adding $50, £41 to my bill because of my children's behaviour. My kids watched a tablet until the food arrived, ate their food and my wife took them outside while I waited and paid the bill. So this person's just like, my kid wasn't that bad. Like, unless you're saying they shouldn't have been on their tablet. Which yeah. may have been the way of keeping them quiet, which is yeah, not... Yeah, a lot, a lot of parents do that. Like, we'll give them something to distract them. But I don't see a problem with that. I wouldn't charge someone for that, unless they were using my Wi-Fi. Maybe that was a Wi-Fi charge. I mean, it is the same thing, but apparently there was another incident. So basically, this it feels like this should be like a good thing in theory. I say good thing. It's like, you know, yeah, control your children. But another person literally... Uh, his wife literally added going, there's no way this could be real. Our kids were just so quiet, sitting so good. And I even commented halfway through the meal, I can't believe how well behaved they were. And when the owner came over and pointed it at the menu, I thought he was going to compliment us about how well behaved so we wouldn't be charged the extra before <laughs> slapping us then uh, with the meal. Tell me how great a parent I am. Well, yeah, here's he... a $50 charge for being a, a rubbish parent. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They said, instead of, you know... The owner said the children were too loud and running around outside. So when it said she took them outside, you know, for some fresh air, he they put it down that they were running around outside, therefore charged them, which I think if they're outside the restaurant and it's like obviously not a car park or anything, that is freaking fine. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that at all. I'd rather but, run around um, outside than run around in the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know how this rest this restaurant doesn't look like there's many, like it's called sort of, I was going to say sort of log cabin so there is like chairs and that outside, like on the copper, but then really close to the building, so I can't imagine they were running in and out the chairs because there's not enough room, does that make sense? You'd so, be surprised at what kids can do, but yeah, I'd be surprised if they were doing that. that vibe, I couldn't see how that would work. 
they point out like another reviewer basically said if you have children just don't go to this place disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the restaurant because our children were running through the restaurant they went they were down by the river we were told we need to go to burger king and walmart because with and that we were bad parents this owner does seem to be a bit too aggressive with this uh, stuff. I feel, that, I feel this owner's had a bad experience with like kids at some point for something, if you know what I mean. Like maybe he's, maybe he's just been bullied by kids randomly, so he's like, right, I'm gonna get my revenge on the parents in the in this restaurant. What's your biggest fear, kids? How are you gonna respond? Find their parents. You know what? Why not? So but, but again, like on the other side, that if the if the kids are bad badly behaved. He's making money out of it. It's true. But I also... There is right. This is where like, this story is, is weird for me here. Because it's kind of like... I get that most parents don't see their kids as being really bad or disruptive. Because it's like in their own little bubble. Yeah. Like, oh, they kept the noise down. But like to everyone else in the restaurant, it's like... Yeah, oh, they, were really good, they were really good today. And it's like, they actually screamed the place down for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's like but good for them. normally do that for 20. Yeah, it's that vibe. So I, I get that vibe because it's perspective and stuff. And also, there is a certain point I don't think you should be able to have to expect kids to be perfect because they are oh, kids. Yeah. So there is that. But it's also just the vibe that even if their kids were well behaved, it, like, it does seem like, oh, there's enough evidence to suggest here this person's just finding you for kids at this point. Yeah, Which basically you, feel... you decide to have children, we're going to find you for that. Yeah, we don't really welcome kids or encourage them, so it's just extra. Your kids yeah. are giving me extra fee, fee vibe. Kind of. I, you know? I suppose it could be. Yeah, maybe that's his business decision. That's what we'll go with. It's like an airport, you know, when they charge per bag. Those sort yeah. of cheap airports per yeah. kid. It's a it's a Ryanair restaurant. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Ryan. Mr. Ryan, last name Air, famously yeah. Mr. Ryanair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I also want to point out. So Squiggy, let's. You've you've done that. You've been a waiter, right? I have a been server. a waiter. Yes, I have. Yes. So how server. how would you feel having to charge people this and follow through on this? You'd be uncomfortable or just like uh, see, I never had to give anyone the bill because it was already prepaid where I worked. Wow. So we've just found out you coward. You were a coward waiter at the most cowardly restaurant. The <laughs> going. Not, but to be perfectly honest, I would not go up to someone and go, "Your kids were badly behaved. You owe us this extra much on top of your bill." Absolutely no way. <laughs> Try to try to sneak it on the receipt and run away. I probably would. Like, there's your bill. Uh, I'll, I've just got to pop away. But there's the manager there. If you want to, pay. Dude, as soon as they ask questions, nope, no questions, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I will not be taking questions at this time. Yeah, because I need to point that Sky obviously wanted to reach out for the restaurant side because obviously this the parents and that the the story originally comes from is like saying you know we were fine. So it'd be interesting if you had the other the restaurant going. Actually, this is what they did. You know, here's, a, here's CCTV footage. Yeah, yeah. But um, the restaurant did sort of respond, but an employee did tell NBC News, which is Sky's US partner apparently, that they weren't, quote, going to comment on a policy we've had for years. We just want to live in the woods and cook. And I don't know why, but if the motto of the restaurant is, we live in the woods and cook, they're doing something wrong. We just want Jesus, Squiggy, right? I, I like that motto, to be fair. I like it. Let them cook. Let them see that means a double meaning with the whole modern Gen Z. Let them exactly cook. That's, so, that's what I was going for. I know. I just wanted to point out. I get that we're getting old, Squiggy. I need to double check we're all vibing on the same references here. Always vibing. Always vibing. Also, too many, too many young towns are being thrown about. So, just saying, <laughs> listeners are like, if, if we have young listeners, they're cringing. If we have old listeners, they're asking what the fuck. And if like the same age as us, they're like, 
We understand. Kind of that uh, restaurant. We're getting fined for being the kids. Yeah, a little bit. I am a little bit concerned. The other day I did explain to someone when I was like, I don't have a dishwasher at home. And they were like, nor do I. And I was like, oh my God. And they said, they're, but they have kids, you know, because they did washing up. And then I was literally, the first thing out of my mouth was like, I am the kid. Like, am I, I am the dishwasher. Like, I was like, uh, and it was that point. I sort of like started to like mentally like, shit. <laughs> You get your pocket money for doing it as well. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. You never come anyway. to switch from the corner shop if you do the dishes. This is how I afforded the microphone. Had to clean a few plates. <laughs> this, this, this is what's funded this podcast at this point. Anyway, should we move on to story two? And I need to ask your location on the day in question, Squiggy. No one's being ruled out oh, of this story too. So, do you know where you were? Between three o'clock on the twenty first of October and one o'clock on twenty third of October. Do you know what? I'm going to check my calendar. I would have been Aston James's Park. That does seem very convenient. So you weren't. You weren't in Northern Ireland, in County Tyrone. I can confirm that I was not in Northern Ireland, in County Tyrone. Okay, well, I'm going to rule you out and tell you why I asked because BBC News might be one of the BBC News covered one of the weirdest news stories I've seen based on the headline, and we've had a lot of weird stories here. So headline. Bull semen. Artificial insemination tanks have been stolen. I, I generally thought you said ball semen. I thought, is this a cricket podcast now? And then I realised what you said and I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Ball semen and cricket? <laughs> you get a little too excited at the sticky wicket. <laughs> Just I'm not, not going to I'm not going to go into explain a ball seeming around in cricket. Don't you worry, but I, I, I get where you would go. Remember, but, you get, just... but you do get excited as a cricketer, as a bowler when it does happen. Okay, because I, I also like sticky wicket. I was like, what's going on in cricket? Maybe it's an underrated sport. It's too much excitement in cricket. People say it's boring, but with all these terms. Anyway. Not boring. Absolutely not boring. To do with this story, the tanks contain what has been described as a large quantity of cattle semen. It is stored in straws in compartments inside the cryogenic storage tanks. And the size of the tank store is not known, but the police believe that the contents are significant value. Because cattle semen can be expensive depending on the quality of the bull. Because I don't know if you're not expecting this. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but it does add the sentence, semen from prize-winning animals can command a very high price. So, the semen market of animals is a little... You know what? You, you learn something new every every week. I did you, not now, know there was a semen market for animals. Well, I mean... And, yeah. It's kind of the same way if when like famous horse horses, in, often going into horse riding, you know, like champion horses... They yeah, make sure they to breed to... their offspring because it'd be like yeah. the champion of red rum, the sun. <laughs> yeah, I I know what you mean by that. Yeah, I get. You. I get that, but I'm just it's because of the award winning cow. I just imagine you know this yeah. bull, this bull, freaking he was fertile. He freaking ran through many cows in the area. His child will follow in his legacy. Wow, that is. That is a phrase I never thought I'd ever hear you say. Yes, I didn't think I'd ever say it, but here we are. But. Apparently, the theft has surprised those in agriculture as well. So it mustn't be that common that cattle semen is like being stolen. Like, despite it being liquid gold, apparently it's still shocking to know tanks of it get stolen. Yeah, I feel like it's not something that you would probably plan to steal, if you know what I mean. Because, like, obviously, I'm not experienced in in the bull Stealing semen, semen. <laughs> in the bull semen world. But surely, like, if you're gonna have a a heist to steal it, there's probably only a few people that you could sell it to. And if someone goes. Our tank of bull semen is missing. Then some like random, random bloke. Oh, I've got this. Um, I've got some bull semen. If you're interested, it's going to come back to you. Well, clearly there must be a criminal underbelly because they actually point out that it must have been quite planned because apparently it's very hard to steal. 
because it's kept in the cryogenic storage. There's a lot of, you know, you to keep it and stuff. They talk, they're apparently tools, quad bikes, even animals are more easily stolen and sold on. So, you know, if they wanted to steal something easy, they're your options. Is a specialised industry, as one farmer put it, you don't mess around with liquid nitrogen. And by me, I mean the person who wrote this article. I don't go talking to people about semen and liquid nitrogen anytime soon. Well, you never know. You might you might suddenly get a talk show now after this. I know. But basically, because it's like got to be preserved and freeze in all the special way. So, so much you're, 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 you do sound like I'm not I'm not going to say the phrase I was going to say, because that sounds very weird. But you oh, seem what? to know what you're talking about. I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to semen or bull yeah. semen. I don't know what's what. I don't even know if adding the word bull makes it any better for me. It doesn't, does it? No, no. not really. But basically, because no. it had to be kept so cold and it uses liquid nitrogen, I don't know if you know about liquid nitrogen. It's kind of a dangerous thing to like remove if you don't know what you're doing. I, I, I've seen I've seen YouTube videos. <laughs> I've, seen... I've seen movies. But did you know, this is what I found out, those who use it, like the system for artificial intercertain Semination storage have to be trained and registered. Uh, no, I did not. I know. Imagine getting the official like documentation to say you you completed your training and registered. Imagine that safety video. This what person here is allowed to wank off a bull. No, they're not doing that part. They're just preserving <laughs> it. That's not what's I, happening, Squiggy. I feel I feel like now there's more there's more like laws and rules around bull semen than there's about guns. Based on what you've just said there, I know. To be that is actually quite concerning, isn't there? I'm not. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to go? Even, yeah, go to Walmart. There's, even, you there's wanna... loads of advice in this article. Like, you know, it can be transported by a car strapped in with a seat belt. It's so precious. You have to drive slowly to ensure the lid doesn't come off. To be fair, if I was driving, regardless of whether I knew this, any form of a jar of semen or something like that, I'm genuinely gonna make sure I don't spill it on my seats. I'm just not gonna take it. Maybe you're doing a favour for a farmer friend. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be taking full <laughs> semen for the man tell you that one. I love Fred. You're like, I'm not going to be close to anyone. <laughs> not, I'm, no, no one is that good a friend. Nope. No one is that good a friend for me to go, yeah, I'll transport your bull semen for you. No problem. Right. I know you love learning about the bull semen. So I'm going to point this out. Rough estimate. How much money do you reckon this worth? So I said it's high end value, but they've put an estimate further down the BBC article and stuff. Oh. Does it help if I tell you that one of the ones rumoured to be stolen is from a prize winning bull who died years ago? So, and the quantity of his stock is running out at this point. $100,000. No, you've gone way too far. So, oh, so it's, not, it's not even a viable theft. Wow, is that that's what you call fight? There we go. We found squeeze limits. There it has to be. It's about five hundred a piece. So a tank itself is about two grand. Is that it? Just too. You, I love the fact you like. There's too much effort for this bull semen. Uh, but, but they do have, having to go through cryogenically liquid nitrogen, nitrogen whatever to get two grand and all rob, the other stuff. And you have to briefly like lift it and not drop it in the store. I and all rob, the... I could rub like twenty grannies on the street and get two grand. I don't I, do that, by the way, just for the record. I could rob five grannies and get more. Jordy Scrat is criminal maths there. But you know what's even worse? Apparently, because obviously, like you said, as it's a known stolen item, it's unlikely to fetch anything in that region. Because obviously, there's not going to be many people. Who's, yeah, who are. Yeah, there's only going to be a certain few people who would buy that stuff. So it's like, oh, I'm going to nick it. Who am I going to sell it to? Oh, well, I can't sell it to Steve because Steve buys from these people, so he'll know about it. 
Fred, no, he'll know the same. I'll have to go to some other state. As I'm assuming it was in America that this was. Stolen. No, Northern Ireland. As I said. Oh, sorry, it was Northern Ireland, wasn't it? Yes, I'm going to have to go to to another island and sell it. <laughs> I just love the idea of it being a Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace pace. Just coming to run. <laughs> Can you imagine that scrolling through Facebook Marketplace? Oh, this is a nice dress. Oh, bull semen. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, tell me this more. What I was looking for. How did they know? <laughs> Those publicised ads are really working out. But uh, yeah, I feel. That, that story, I don't even, we don't even need to expand anymore on it because just weirdly knowledge now that we know about bull semen, just in terms of things being stuff, stolen. Stuff you... I never thought I need. Who needs who needs what the buzz later on? You, Genuinely, who needs blown. it? Right. I uh, am don't, gonna... don't use that phrase, Laura. Do not use that phrase. What, what phrase? Who needs it? No, you've literally blown. Don't use that phrase when we're talking <laughs> about hair. That sort of thing, please. God. I don't know if I can stop myself, to be honest. If I'm, You've literally put it out there. It's where your mind's gone. It's I mean, not my be, fault. To be fair, my mind was robbing grannies for, for two grand, so... Is it? Is it really? No, um, I would never do a thing like that. Right. It scare me. Shall we move on to the final story? Let's go for it. We're going to end on a classic that we haven't done in a while, is where someone's wrote a post online and it's picked up some traction. I I just, I need to talk about you, because you're a person who goes on a lot of solo holidays. Granted, you're not leaving. Wow, a... wow thanks for telling everyone I'm a loner. Thanks a lot. I didn't mean it like that, but I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But you're not leaving your wife or husband behind, so there is that. That I know of. That you know, all your kids that you don't know of, all your, yeah. you know, tank of ball semen. Yeah, I'm... I'm not leaving that behind with two grand. <laughs> you have to take it with you. Precious seed, yeah. precious cargo. Anyway, the Mirror put up this article explaining that a person got really upset because her husband booked a family holiday without her and then she got more hurt because no one seems to care. <laughs> and I don't know why, wow. but it, it did make me laugh because he booked a trip to visit family while knowing she couldn't make it. He planned the journey to be a week long. They may normally make the six-hour trip together once or twice a year, but but despite telling his wife she had planned on the dates he wanted to book, he went ahead and just brought the accommodation without asking her. Which to me sounded like classic marriage problem because he might not even listen to her say. Yeah, I, I feel that he just didn't listen. And yeah. he's like, oh, oh, she's mentioned something about these dates. Maybe that's the date she said she can go. So I'm going to 100% so we'll yeah. two feet him. But basically, she explained on the website Baby Centre, which I'm assuming mum's site like mum's net i'm gonna assume but I yeah don't know. i'd assume that i don't know but i'd assume but, that. Uh, she explained that he said the dates he would like to go from friday to friday however i was like i have this evening out and i have a concert here and she's like i don't normally have plans same weekend so this is quite rare you know just don't do this weekend but in a bit of salvage holiday she came up with some alternatives saying we could go like monday to monday or you know we'd go the second weekend you know we don't miss so much school blah 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 but he it, it was like he wanted that weekend 100%, no doubt. And he just went and booked it and said she could just fly up after the weekend and join them on the Monday. All right? So... I, I see no problem with that, to be perfectly so you, honest. Okay, you're fine. There is something that makes matters worse, though. So I'm glad you're you're there. Make okay. matters worse when the husband invited his parents and in-laws to the trip and only told his wife after he booked it. Again, I don't really see a problem with that. The rest of the family aren't staying the whole time, meaning the mum in question will only see the f- rest of the family for a day if she was fly out on Monday. So they're basically going for the day she's not there. Maybe, maybe she doesn't like the family. I love it. You're like, you're starting to get, now you're like, you're getting your paranoid brain in gear, isn't you? You're like, something's not right. I mean, something's up, but I don't, I, I don't see it as a problem. Like, oh, I'm, 
I'm out. We'll cancel your plans that week if it's if it's that important for like the whole family to get together at that point. If they're all going, it's got to be important. I'm not just like defending him as a you know as, as a man. man. Is yeah, it your I'm man not... club? You got your little man card out yeah. going as men. But like, but like if if he's booked it and all the family are coming, it's it's surely the only day. Including her own parents, only... remember. Is her parents are going as well. Yeah, as so anyone. surely it's the only date that's managed to like fit everyone in. Anyway, she basically then goes on to say that she feels like she needs to cancel the plans and stuff like that. Yeah, she does. And she feels that if she does that and cancels her friend, the friend won't invite her out again. I'm sure she will. And that she's like all this stuff and they've got to rearrange and all that stuff. And it's like most people saying why they're not bothered and stuff like that and saying they wouldn't go ahead and cancel. They would just, you know, stick the plan to see on Monday. But... To yeah. you, is this a dramatization, or are you where are you where are you going with this overall? Now you got all the facts. I would just be like, right, I'll see you on the Monday. Genuinely, I would just be like that. What if you're the woman? You're like, I'm not phased. Yeah, I would just be like, right, yeah, fine, no problem, not ideal. I'd probably let them know that it's not ideal in a few choice words, but then I'd just be like, right, fine, I'll meet you on the the Monday because in theory she's got then a peaceful weekend. Yeah, well. there is a part of me that's like, I would continue because it's like a friend's birthday party. And stuff. I would do my own shit then go. But maybe this might be why we're not married, Squiggy. That we don't see a problem. True, true. I feel like we have to acknowledge that. Maybe we're missing something. I do find it weird that my parents would hang out with my husband without me knowing it was pissing me off. Uh, uh, no. In the sense that I kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I get the grandkids are there and they might get on with the husband in question. But, like, if you're like, man, this is really, like, I have plans, da da da, and my parents are like, yes, okay, but still. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I feel, I feel maybe, a bigger betrayal like, by the parents. Maybe it's like it's the only time we get to see the grandkids. Maybe. Let's, let's just go with it. Because his parents, fair enough, they're his parents. I, yeah. I sound like I'm going to be a lovely door in law the way I'm saying this. They're his parents. Not my problem. But you get what? It just feels a bit like you're meant to be on my team. Underneath your shirt should be Team Laura. Not what you're doing over there, which means I'm being irrational. I get she, what you mean. She got a lot of sympathy online, and that's why I wanted to ask you. It, very, it shocked me. I was like, am I out of touch? But I suppose, I suppose, what was the name? What was the place you posted it on? Baby Centre. Are you now yeah. going to say all mums stick together and they make many? Are you going to go like, oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just not ruling it out. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Okay. Can you ever imagine going away with everyone but your wife, though? Just like if you were married, like put yourself Absolutely. in that shoes. Peace and quiet. Absolutely. Wow. Not even married and already looking for peace and quiet a way out. <laughs> Interesting. Not it's even a got a wife life. in question. It's a peaceful life. On that note, let's go to the ad breaks. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef has all the sizzle sizzle. So subscribe now. And we're back from the ad break. So we've had potential marriage trouble for Squiggy coming up in the future based on his responses to questions. But if anyone is interested, (laughs) there'll be some uh, plug-in later on sliding into my DMs. We also know that he didn't steal any ball semen, though has learned a lot about ball semen that he never knew. He never knew about the liquid gold. Oh, and we've also learned about, you know, kids, restaurants, and how not to Uh, Ah, yes, my my favourite story. Yes. So anyway, Squiggy, it's your turn. What the buzz? What the? 
So we've had all of those great stories. And now we're going to talk about the desert. Not dessert, unfortunately, the desert. So I'll not, I'll not give you the facts straight away, but Laura, question for you. If you were going to die in a desert, how do you think you would go? If I had to die, if I was going to die in a desert, this is this a choice or just what I think the most likely thing is what to get What do you think me? the most likely thing? And it, it could be a camel sitting on you. You never know. That, was, that wasn't the first thing that came to my mind, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, dehydration, I would assume. Dehydration. Well, interestingly, more people <laughs> drown in a desert than Jesus die Jesus Christ, this is morbid. <laughs> I just thought it was quite interesting. It is morbid, but I thought it was quite interesting. Um, so apparently, according to the... I don't even know who they are. The USGS. I have no idea who they are. I don't know for the United States... United States Government Service. Like, I don't know, to be honest, but we'll, we'll go with it. I think they do with deserts, to be honest. Geographical um, surveyors. There you go. Thank you. No, so, I just made that up. It generally was like a guess. Uh, to be honest, it might be because the look at other stuff in the world of the USA as well. So obviously a desert, you know, if you've played Mario Kart, dry, dry desert, a desert, a desert, a desert <laughs> is quite a dry place, but... That's your go-to desert! <laughs> I mean, I could have gone for the Sahara, but I'm trying to upbeat the morbidness. Not for the Sahara, but you're like, as you know, in the Mario Kart world of dry, dry desert. Continue, I'm just... We're, go we're going from, like, happy morbid instead of morbid morbid. That's what we're going for. So basically... Obviously, you don't get much rain in a desert, obviously. But when it does rain, boy, does it rain. So apparently, from what I've been told, I've not been in a desert. I've not survived a near-death experience in the desert. But when it rains, it rains very heavily. And deserts, might surprise you, don't have water drainage systems in place. Who, who would have known that? I mean... So what, hap so what happens is the rain falls too fast for the, the, like the sand, the, the dry soily sandy stuff to absorb all the rain and obviously all the water overflow becomes very excessive and what you get from that is quicksand and a lot of sandstorms so i don't really want to have to explain quicksand but basically you can die in quicksand and a sandstorm you could also die in a sandstorm so if you die either of them because of rain they credit it with you dr dying because of drowning yeah you, you drown because of sand you, you drown okay. In okay. the sand, if you know what I mean. I was like, I didn't know if there were subcategories of the definition of drowning, but I'm guessing no, you no, could drown no. in so, sand, so drown in water, drown in cement, drown yeah, in getting, chocolate pudding. Two in one. Yeah, the mm. drowning is just drowning, whether you drown in bull semen or water. <laughs> just happen to have a tank to go swimming in, yeah. now you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there you go. That is my fact. A little bit morbid, but I thought it was quite interesting because I assumed that people would die in the desert because of thirst more than anything. No, I I would have I would have guessed that. To be fair, my second guess for most common would have been a rattlesnake or something. So I was like, scorpion. There you go. So You're yeah, welcome. that's that is very interesting. Very morbid. Very interesting. Part of me yeah. is also like, I things you can drown in, and like top answer after what if we played Family Fortune? This I did the I no word of a lie. First thing that come to my mind after obviously drowning water was drowning your thoughts. And I'm like, I've been rest reading too many depressed memes, it seems. Yes, <laughs> my, well, now, my second survey, thoughts. Sand. Yeah, that's not an ideal way to go. I feel I feel like, uh, to, to stop, to not try and be more morbid, but I feel like drowning in water is probably better than drowning in sand. I don't think there's much in it, to be honest. <laughs> there's not much in it, but I feel like at least... At least with the water, you've got a chance. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Preference-wise, at that point, I've not got one. I'm just I mean, very I, aware that I, I'm drowning. I got, yeah, I haven't really got one either. But I feel like there's more chance you can be pulled out of the water than you will be 
of sand. Well, it depends where the sand is. If it's in the middle of the desert, sure. But if it's like near the edge of the desert, hopefully near a city, <laughs> just at the build-up and it's been free, someone will pull me out. I feel it's the same chance. The only thing is, I don't know why, I feel like sand would do a lot more damage to your insides. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for as yeah. well. But, Rough, yeah, rough course. Not to sound like Anakin Skywalker here, but you know. And it gets everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I literally in this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I'm, I don't know what to make of this fact because as morbid as it is, I am curious. I know <laughs> the phrase curiously more morbid curiosity or whatever it fucking is. Yeah. But well, there you go. I've hit I've hit everything in that one. I think. Hit it out of the park. Obviously, it's not a park full of sand. Obviously not. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a bit blown away because I'm like in my head going, just, just imagine being like, oh my god, it's raining. What a relief! Finally, water. And then we're like, no, stop! Too much! Too much! Yeah. So this is like, now like unlocking a new fear for someone in the desert. Yeah, probably. I hope yeah. we haven't traumatized listeners, and no. I hope they're not listening. To the, I mean, the podcast is available anywhere on any good streaming platform. I hope they're not in the desert listening to this, and they just see a plat of rain. Like fuck. Oh no, here we go. Here My we time go. Has come. How did they know? Anyway, I think we're going to draw a line right there. Hopefully, you're, we're going to draw a line in the Not... sand. We're going to draw a line in the sand and call Ooh. that for this week's episode. We will be back Monday at 7 a.m. with an all new episode. Hit like, hit subscribe, rate us five stars, do y'all thing, and be sure to follow us on X at UK. And I'm going to give Squeeze a chance to plug now because he needs to get a bride who will tolerate his holidays with the parents and the in-laws. Wow. Well, for that, for that, if you, you can follow me on my socials on X and on Instagram at uh, John J Squires. If you want to follow more of my, uh, my gaming content, X and Instagram is SquiggyPlays, twitch.tv slash SquiggyPlays and youtube.com at SquiggyPlays. Don't ask why it's an at. I don't know. But that's how we roll. There'll be some Metal Gear Solid stuff coming. There's a Spider-Man 2 review up. There's everything you could dream of. Everything I could dream I mean, it's not you going to be finishing that backlog, am I right? One day, one day. I like the fact you still have hope. But see, that's a more hopeful message to end on rather than, you know, sand deaths. Rebellions are built on hope. You know what? I do think there was was less morbidness with the bull semen. I feel like that was the cheeriest story of the day. Which says a lot. So always yeah, remember, yeah. keep your bull semen safely secured. Keep your bull semen close and your enemies closer. <laughs> That's a Jordy Squires original there. Good night. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.